Hi, welcome back to Tell Me More with Summer and Kate. In episode two, we talked about us being separated from famous people, but today I want to talk about how I was famous on the radio <laughs> one time. So I'm going to play you a recording of me on the radio. This is not me. <laughs> featured on the radio. I love that. Yeah. Can we, this was unplanned, sorry, but I was on the news as a child. Really? Yeah, but it wasn't a good experience. Oh. It was, so it was whenever my dad was coming home from the war, and so they, (laughs) this is already sounding bad, (laughs) and they had, and I was real young, like I had only been like maybe four, okay, Uh and I don't don't know why I remember this. Can we contextualize this for our viewers? What war are we discussing? I don't know. Where was he? Iraq. There yeah. we go. Okay, Baghdad, that adds enough context. Iraq, Baghdad, yeah, whatever. Um, and so, enough context. So oh, he no. comes back. It's like a whole bunch of them. There's news, right? They're doing a big ceremony to thank everyone. It's really, really nice. And so the new cast, newscast lady saw me, and she saw, like, I was wearing a shirt, and I had a sign. I was like, welcome home, daddy, you know. She probably was like, oh, I'm going to, like, take this girl, and she's going to look so great on the news. I'm going to get paid. It's going to be great, you know. We're going to exploit this young child. <laughs> and so literally she was like, um, she was asking me questions. I remember I just started crying because I didn't know who oh. she was. But I was crying because I didn't think that my mom would allow me to be on the news. <laughs> Like this is really disappointing. I'm disappointing my whole family. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, um, that's my story. So let's just play the intro music. podcast with Summer and Kate. I'm Kate. I'm Summer. And this is the fourth episode. Episode four. Yeah. Quattro. We're doing doing really good. Yeah. Very happy. We're really sticking with it. Yeah. So what what are we talking about today, Summer? 
I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Do you uh, want to talk about um, what's on our list? Yeah, let's talk about the list. <laughs> so, let's talk about you asking me what a Velvet Elvis was. Oh, what is your experience with this? So, I love the song, as you know, mm-hmm. Velvet Elvis by Casey Musgrave. Yes, we don't really, we all? Yeah, it's been a bop for a long time, but I don't know what I thought it was about. I just kind of thought it was like. Velvet is, you know, kind of cool and like a very old classic kind of thing. Yeah. Elvis, old classic. So, like, she's talking about, like, how her, like, her man, <laughs> uh, the guy that she likes, is just, like, classic, old, you know, kind of vibes. And so she's like, yeah, that's great. I love it. And then a friend of mine told me what Velvet Elvis actually was. And it's literally... Instead of a canvas, it's mm-hmm. a square piece of velvet, a large square piece of velvet, mm-hmm. and people would paint pictures of Elvis on top of this velvet. And then I listened to the song, and my mind was blown, because that's why she says, when they walk into my house, because that's yeah. where you keep art. Yeah. She says, knew it as soon as I felt it, <laughs> because you're touching the velvet. Yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> It was a lot to take in. Yeah, I... Knew what it was before you questioned me about it. But I won't say that I'm, like, super smart because I did have to look it up as well. Okay. When that song first came out, I was like, what is this? I and just so, thought she was talking about, like, old-timey classic things. Yeah. Like, people were really into velvet back in the old days. And Elvis was a thing. And Elvis was really big, so <laughs> yeah. she was like, yeah. No, I looked it up because I had no way. I just didn't think it made enough sense. And I knew that there had to be something <laughs> out there okay that was not explaining <laughs> this Velvet Elvis. But I liked it. I think yeah. the way that I took it as is a Velvet Elvis was almost a status symbol. But for, like, mm. trailer park people, if that makes sense. Oh, no. <laughs> and I may be completely off base about this. But I, and I think that fits her image because her first album was, um, like, mm. take tra- like trailer, trailer park. Yeah, park. exactly. And so she sings about that and so I think that kind of made sense because it was if you had a Velvet Elvis in your trailer park house like that's the best you know you you had money in the trailer park world the top of the top yeah and that could be wrong that's the way that I took it no Um, that makes sense yeah and so I think that was very fitting to her aesthetic yeah I think so that would be a reference that she would make the point is is that my world was really shook yeah uh, and now I can't that is a really good song. Way. It really is. Uh, her concert bum, was so bum, good. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. She's been getting into trouble lately with the cultural appropriation. She's Wait. been gotten into trouble multiple times. What'd she do? Well, I don't remember what she did the first time, but the second time she wore the, like the, I think it's Filipino, from the Philippines. I want to say it's from, it's not from Japan, I know that. Um... I'm pretty sure that's Filipino. It's a, like, a dress that, you know, has two slits. So, but people wear pants under it, if that makes sense. Here, let me just show you a picture. For our audience out there, um, sorry, you're not going to know what I'm showing somewhere here. But, um, let me, just type in Casey Musgrave's cultural appropriation into your phone. I didn't know this was a thing. I'm so upset. I know. She's been, like, really just out there lately. And, I mean, I still stand, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I don't stand because she has been kind of hating on Taylor Swift. And I've always stand um, Taylor more. It's this. Oh, it came right up. This. 
So oh. see how it's those slits? And she, so apparently she like over-sexualized it. And you're supposed to wear it with pants underneath. So it's not supposed to be a sexy it's Vietnamese. thing. Vietnamese, okay. Yeah. And so then she also wore a headdress, but the, the headdress was more of Indian culture than Vietnamese culture and so everyone was getting at her because she was just like putting random things on and I'm like I don't know I don't want to say anything to make myself sound bad but I feel that sometimes people overreact but I do I do agree that she did kind of over sexualize this dress yeah and no, maybe she, she definitely did I'm looking at the picture right now yeah I definitely do not think that's what it was intended for. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Casey. Yeah. Which she, she, she does take do a lot I know she does take a lot of fashion risks and, and this uh, one was not a good fashion risk. Yeah. She's done other things like that before and I just don't think she cares. So I think she's gonna keep doing it and I'm like, Okay, well you that's do not you. A good thing. Um but hmm. yeah. So she's been in, she's been getting into trouble. Well, take some fashion risks <laughs> that don't take advantage of other culturals. Exactly. Significant like wardrobe space. Yeah. That's her. Okay, Casey. <laughs> well started out at a high, ended up with a low on yeah. Casey. <laughs> yeah, but high is that she sang with Willie Harry, Nelson. Oh, oh, and Harry Styles. Oh yeah. And she's doing a Christmas special. I with cannot wait. Amazing people. Like, yeah. So I think she's redeeming loves. herself. Yeah. Redeeming for we're gonna, sure. We're gonna Very excited. We're going to have a streaming party for sure. Everyone go oh, check it out. Yeah. What is it? Is party? it on Amazon? Yeah, it's on Amazon Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah. We should get Amazon Prime to sponsor us. Oh, um, hello. We'll email Amazon? them. Yeah. What is his name? Jeff Bezos? Mm-hmm. No, we don't want to deal with him. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Wait, no, I, I can't talk bad about him. He doesn't oh my pay God. his workers. Oh, my God. Why can you not talk bad about him? Because then we won't get sponsored. Oh. We love you, Jeff Bezos. Speaking, okay, um, speaking of we're incredibly, <laughs> yeah, we're editing the whole thing out. Speaking of incredibly rich entrepreneurs out in the LA, Amazon y, Seattle y, Portland, Oregon, West Coast area. That was, <laughs> that so was, do you mean just the Western United yes, States? Yes, the Western United States. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Elon Musk. Okay. <laughs> so waiting for me to say more. It's because I don't know that much. <laughs> so actually, I don't know anything. I know I feel bad because I feel like I'm gonna talk a lot for this part, but I want you to just really give me your input on this. Yeah. So I'll just randomly say things. <laughs> so apparently, Elon Musk thinks that we're living in a simulation. He thinks it's a possibility, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so I heard I was listening to the Views podcast with Dave Dobrik and Dave Jason Nash. <laughs> We have them. high intellectual content here. <laughs> and so they talk about this. Like, I think it had been a really old episode because I'm working my way backwards through the episodes. And, okay. and I just recently heard them talk about it. Mm-hmm. So probably maybe like a year and a half ago they were talking about it. And basically Elon Musk thinks that we live in a simulation. Which mm-hmm. to him, he thinks that in our world right now, we're doing well with technology, right? We're creating augmented reality games. We are, you know, just really transcending time and creating these really, really remarkable inventions, right? Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, can I add in one of my uh, unnecessary comments? Uh-huh. 
Um, no, I want you to. <laughs> when my brother was little, he thought that when he grew up, he wanted to create the first time machine. And oh. so his idea was that as like a uh, model system, he would use a toilet. And so when you, f- you would, when you flush it, you would sit on the toilet. And when you flush it, it would flush you back in time. Kind of like in Harry Potter. Yes. Okay, but my but instead brother, of time, it's they moved yeah. around in Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time that my brother had not seen Harry Potter, oh. though, so he was really he was um, really thinking. He was, mm, That's transcending. Good. Okay, that was an unnecessary comment about time <laughs> no, travel. I like it. No, um, I'm glad I could not contribute to this conversation. No, stop. We're <laughs> contributing. <laughs> But so, do you agree though that we are making giant leaps yeah, as most definitely a world? Okay, so he's saying that at some point in time we are gonna get to a point where we can step into our augmented reality and we can live a life that we wish to exist. So, like you create your own Sims. Yes, your it's life. like Sims, but it is you like you are controlling your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the at the rate he's saying that at the rate we are moving with technology, we will eventually get to that point, which I can agree with. I can agree that that is a possibility, right? Um, that we will become so far advanced with technology that it will merge with us as humans. I mean, we're already creating robots. We're creating online. Like, there's this Instagram model who's literally just a robot. And is they they just make her like through computer software, and she looks very realistic, and she has millions of followers. I don't know. I don't know how. I mm, I don't know if I believe that to its fullest extent. That I think we're becoming, maybe I'm not explaining it. Better. I think we're definitely becoming increasingly reliant, and our lives are becoming intertwined with technology. But to he's the saying point though that we could like control our own. Maybe I'm too stuck on the idea of Sims. Yeah, I mean, he's saying that. We will get to a point where we can step into an augmented reality and it's so far advanced that we can actually convince our brains that we are living that, if that makes sense. It's almost like the philosophical question of, I I don't know who talked about this, but we talked about it in my philosophy class of where if you, if you have the choice between living your life normally or going into the box. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, Where yeah. the box is, you step in, you don't know that you step in. Like, mm-hmm. once you step in, your memory of who you were before is wiped. Oh, like and that you are just, mirror episode. Yeah, and you're just sitting in there, and um, you are not moving your body, but your brain is thinking that you are doing things, and you are living yeah. your perfect life. Mm-hmm. You're getting everything that you want. That makes sense. And you have had no prior knowledge of who you were before. And so the question is, would people rather live and experience life like how we are now? Or would you rather go in the box and experience with, and you wouldn't even know. So a lot of people actually surprisingly say that they would go into the box because they would not even know that there was a life before the box, if that makes sense. Oh, oh no. That's really deep. Exactly. And so this is where Elon Musk is talking about. So that, Elon Musk thinks that we're going to become so reliant on technology that we become the box people. Yes, but he's saying oh. we are currently there. We're already there? Yes. He's I'm saying, already in a box and I don't yes, know it? Yes, that's what he's saying, which oh. I don't believe this. I no, don't. I don't either. I mean, but he, I think it's a very interesting topic. Oh, I yeah. think he, I think he's a little wacky. <laughs> I mean, who is he dating? What was that girl's name? Grimes? <gasps> oh, I forgot <laughs> or, about did that. Did they break up? 
I think they did, because didn't they have, like, a Twitter war? Yeah, and, like, yeah. <laughs> was it was it Azealia Banks? Yeah, she was also involved. She was like, I am with your mans, or whatever. It's like, you just let me stay in your house for three days, and you don't come. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay, no. but... <laughs> Yeah, no, I remember that Twitter one. Now that you bring it up. Oh, that was so good. But no, sorry, getting back to this. So so he's saying that there we're gonna eventually get to that point, right? If you can it's like one of those if then statements. If we're yeah. already at this point, then blah blah blah, this was is most likely to happen. Mm-hmm. He's saying that we have already made it to that point as a society and we are currently in the box. He oh. believes that we are we have advanced already and we have kind of reset and we are now I don't know. I don't know if he thinks we're, like, brains floating out in space. Like, a bunch of bodies are just stacked up next to each other, and then this is the world that we've come up with. He thinks it's a possibility. It's very, very interesting. It's a very interesting topic. I don't, um, I, the thing is... It kind of hurts your brain. I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. I'm like, so if I think about it too hard, it doesn't matter because I'm already in the box and I don't even know it. And apparently at some point... If we're not in the box, I'll just end up in the box and I still won't know it. I know. I know. So That's like, what well, I mean. What do I do about it? Yeah. The, well, okay. I'm trying to look up more stuff, too. Um, yeah. I just think... That's trippy. Yeah. When I started thinking about it too much, I really started to spiral out of control. Um, yeah, because if you just sit here and think about the fact that you're living in a box and you don't know it, it literally is just like that Black Mirror episode. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, I don't know what the answer to life is, I don't know what we are doing, I don't just, I, it's a very interesting thing to think about, um, I it reminds me of my philosophy class where we talked about a lot of philosophy questions like that. Philosophy makes my head hurt. I love philosophy. But, yeah, that was one of the most important... kind of philosophy and all theory. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I hate my upper level math classes. (laughs) Sorry, professors, if you ever listen to this, you were nice. The classes were not. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's really all I have to say on him and his simulation theory. I don't... Sound off in the comments about what you think. (laughs) I don't believe it, but I do believe that one day we will get to the point that he's talking about. I don't think we're in the simulation yet, but I think we're headed in that direction where people are going to use technology to make themselves feel better. And Oh, yeah, I definitely... Take, you know? Yeah, I definitely think that people use technology to make themselves feel better. And I think we already... Right now, we're kind of experiencing the opposite of that because they say that looking at technology and abundance mm-hmm. and like social the forms of so- social media makes people feel worse yeah and increases like anxiety and depression and feelings of low self-esteem so right now we're in the opposite yeah we're in the negative so maybe one day we'll figure out how to put that in the positive yeah. and technology will make well us i better. think people will use it negatively to make themselves feel better i think they will create something like the box i really do i think mm-hmm. i really I think that it will be it our augmented reality games will be so realistic that people will use it to. I mean, just you think know, there's about a movie it. about that. What is the movie? And it's like the kid. Is it he, Ready Player One? I think it is. I love that movie. And no, he like his 
he, he plays like, a game and he like logs in. Yeah, and he, and he, you win money and the yeah. whole society is playing this game. Uh-huh. I yeah. really think that's what it's going to be. I think that there's going to be some sort of way that... I mean, because when you think about it right now, we already have augmented reality. We already have those goggles that you can put on that are so realistic that you really do feel like you're in there. And they're like the controllers. Like think about an advanced Wii controller that hooks up to your entire body where you are physically moving and what is happening in front of you is like following that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's really, really, if it ever turns out to be true, I think that's really, really, really far in the future though. I don't, I think it's within the next like 300, 400 years. I think it's sooner than you think because we're very close. Because there's also already uh, inventions that if you're away from someone and say you're like dating, <laughs> this is my. Well, there's some things that are a little more, you know, romantic, sexual that you can do. But other things where you can actually like touch this thing and you can feel the person's touch back. What? Yes, I'm not kidding. Like this, we're I'm close. So confused. Like it's really, it's really crazy. That there's technology now that allows you to, like, feel touch, feel a person's touch. Or technology is just so far advanced. I think it's a lot closer than we think. And I think people are going to use that to, like, feel the experience. And you can trick your brain into thinking anything. If we can, like, tap into the brain's wiring Mm -hmm. and you can literally convince yourself that you are somewhere else feeling something, like, physically feeling something when Mm -hmm. you're not. And that's what the box is. And I think we're very close to that. Within the next, like, 200, 300 years. I don't know. I need to do more research before I make my opinion. (laughs) I'm now Elon Musk. (laughs) So we started out as just, this is a theory, and now Kate is one with Elon Musk. No, no, no. I don't believe we are currently in the simulation. I do believe that, you know, there is a God, and God did create (laughs) us. Um, So Elon Musk and I are not on that page (laughs) together. But I do think that we will get to the point that Elon Musk is talking about, yeah. where technology will then control our feelings and emotions yeah. and what we see. Or you can use it to, like, peace out. Exactly. You And people will use it to live their lives that they yeah. want, but it will not be fulfilling, is what I'm trying to say. Interesting. It's like, we people will use it, and it's not going to be what they thought it would be. It's going to backfire. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm <laughs> dead by then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean... If you just think about in the past, you know, 20 years, how far technology has come. That's true. How far in another 20 years will we get? I remember my mom mom in high school, she had the option of taking a typing class or a computer class. Mm -hmm. And she and her friend said, well, of course we're going to take typing. Why would we ever (laughs) need to take a computer class? That's not going to take off. Yeah. And look at us now. Yeah. She knows how to type. But she's not that good at computers. <laughs> so, like, she what good does that do? I know. She should have taken the computer class. Yeah. And then, yeah. <sighs> and my grandma doesn't understand the concept of Microsoft Word, oh where she can gosh. utilize her typing skills. It just boggles her mind. Yeah. She says, why just, why can't I just, like, start hitting the keyboard? And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta have somewhere to put it. <laughs> and like, so she just opens up a computer and wants to start typing, and it'll do well, exactly what she wants. 
first of all, the whole concept of the computer confusing her. She doesn't understand Wi-Fi. One time I tried oh to explain gosh. it to her as like electric, a, like a power outlet. In order to connect to like electricity, you have to plug a lamp into uh-huh. a power outlet. And a computer and like using Google and the internet, mm-hmm. you have to connect to Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. So you have to connect your computer Okay, I like this analogy. Yeah, you have to connect your lamp to the outlet. And her mind was just still blown. She was like, what? Why can't I just take my iPad anywhere? And I was like, you just just can't. It doesn't work Uh that way. Do you think we're going to be old and confused about technology? we are. I don't want to be. I, like, I'm going to make it my purpose to not be. Okay, well, you can try. But I think you're still still not going to be, like, one with the kids. That's true. I'm already not one with the kids that I teach. It makes me sad. They made me cry. <laughs> well, at least you don't call computers, remotes, DVD players, TVs, cell phones, all collectively the machine. <laughs> okay. Can you turn the machine on, Summer? Can you turn the machine on? Can you turn the machine to Dancing with the Stars? See, if we are in a simulation, that's someone just trying to mess with you. <laughs> You're like, let's make this girl summer have the craziest grandma and just really piss her She's off. She's trying her best, but she doesn't understand what technology is. Oh, that's so funny. Beyond a typewriter. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. If this is a simulation, though, then me, someone's playing me and I'm playing The Sims and my Sims can play The Sims. So isn't that insane? And then I bet that the Sims in my Sims computer can also play the Sims. Because right now, I can play the Sims, right? And then my Sim, I can make them play the Sims 3 game on their computer. And so I'm betting, I'll bet you $100. That those Sims are then playing those uh Sims. mm -hmm, And it is just a continuous, what is it? The Matrix. We are in the Matrix. No, is it a picture, there's a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal looking at a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal looking at a picture of Jake Gyllenhaal. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Did he put it on a shirt or something? Yeah. Yes, I love that. And it's like a movie poster or mm-hmm, something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, also, how much time do we have left? I don't know. We're kind of at time. Oh. But you can say whatever. Okay, one, uh, in the <laughs> I recent, think they're interested enough. In the recent interview Robert Pattinson had with uh, Jennifer... Uh, 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 uh. What's the... Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I was having like a mind blank. I vividly saw her face in my mind. Uh, he said that he really wanted to do a film where he was in a ballet. Oh. And he said, and she was like, why? Is it mm-hmm. because of your interest in ballet, the interest yeah. in the arts, your interest in portraying a male ballerina because of like, you know, the stigma around that. And he just goes, no, it's because I feel like there's a ballerina inside me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. I love Robert Pattinson. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I think that's a good closing note. I think that's a good. I want you closing. to contemplate, yeah. listeners, if there's a ballerina inside you <laughs> this week. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for this week's podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Podbean. Is that all that we're on? a lot yeah you know. we're on all streaming services we've upgraded yeah we've really made it so go ahead make sure you follow us make sure you subscribe we will see you next week peace <laughs>